0: And I'm Gordon Bombay, Minneapolis, Minnesota. You see, we're Team USA, gathered from all across America. And we're gonna stick together. You know why? Ducks Ducks fly fly together. together. And when they think they're about to break apart? Ducks Ducks fly fly together. together. And when the wind blows hard and the sky is black?
1: Ducks
2: Ducks fly together.
0: And when the rooster crows and the cows are spinning circles in the pasture?
2: What the? Ducks 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 fly fly together? together.
0: Welcome to the junk drawer.
2: Is it on the Google Doc? Uh,
0: we're, we're not, not done with is, samurai. This
1: is cocktail. This is a samurai pod now. This is samurai pod. Can you put your kimono on you oh,
0: set when they had all the text? They like literally had to tell NATO. By the way, this is for a movie, I which if also seems like
1: the easiest cover up to start a war. Right? <laughs> I'm not an expert, but I do know plants pretty well. But I don't think if you dropped me, I would be like. That's a cocaine player. Like, what is be a botanist on the side? <laughs> Cause we're the three best friends that anybody could
2: have. We're the three best friends that anyone could have.
0: It's finally time to open the Junk Drawer. Welcome back to the Junk Drawer podcast. We're so excited to have you here with us today. We're especially excited because this is another episode where we get to be joined by a fourth member, a guest host, if you will. Uh, and before we introduce... We are introduce, no longer a
2: human centipede.
0: We are humans quadruped. Qu- quadruped. Nope, Can not say that? <laughs> Qu- quatro? Nope. Is no. quatro not four? Don't say it is four. It.
2: For our uh, foreign listeners. Shit,
0: quatro. You know, he's got four blades. Just for man. Um, nope. But yeah, this uh, episode is all about the incredible, the all inspiring the 1994's D2, mm. the Mighty Ducks. And you might be thinking already... Wait, guys! Y'all never did the first Mighty Ducks. Why are you doing D two? That's correct. <laughs> it's because this is the Junk Drawer Podcast, and we skip straight <laughs> to the sequels. Yes. Uh, I'm Cole Brown. I'll be hosting tonight, and I'm also joined by three guest hosts. Uh, both. Whoa,
2: guest hosts? You're calling Bryce and I guest hosts now?
0: And our mutiny. other member. That's a mutiny. Uh, we'll call you panelman. panelmanians. Uh And so, yes, Mario Rico. If you want to introduce yourself,
2: I am Mario Rico.
1: Bryce Howell. And I am Bryce.
0: We are
2: equally as equal as Cole on this podcast. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we if share. Not, if not more.
0: Some we are just We share
1: all of
0: the winnings from this, earnings. All of it. Uh, and then tonight, we're so excited to be not only reviewing this movie because of this person, <laughs> but joined by this person, the one and only, Allie Howell.
3: Yes, um, I'm Allie Howell, married to the hottest member of the Junk Drawer. You're not married to me.
0: Like I said, I'm hosting tonight.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm flattered, <slider>, thank you. <laughs>
0: Uh, yes, D2, The Mighty Ducks, uh, came out in 1994. Good year.
2: Important year. For yeah. all of us. Yes.
1: Was it your birth year?
2: It was three <laughs> years. I was born in 91.
1: My sister was born in you
0: 94. You son
2: of a bitch. How dare you?
1: So was Justin Bieber.
2: Was he? Um, yeah. Who he was <laughs> <Friday> <laughs> Beaver, uh, it was Justice
0: Bieber. Crime fighting
2: Bieber, obviously.
0: But it's directed by Sam Weissman. Ah. Um, and so, you know, he's famous for a lot of movies. You probably can just remember all of them right now.
2: Why don't you give us some?
0: Uh, well, that's kind of part of my negatives for him is because one of the movies he did is Brendan Fraser's George of the Jungle. I love that oh. movie. Oh, it's bad. How dare you? <laughs> you
2: would.
0: Return really to funny. it now and decide if it's good. I'm sure I'd it's it's still I, I ride first, for Brendan like, Fraser. Okay. <laughs> Brendan, we still love you. We still think He's you're on the Obviously head. you don't.
2: Brendan Fraser and Renaissance is coming. Um,
0: the Fraser-science. Fraser-science. We love the fraser Sons. But we always start by just going through our personal reviews, our personal rating of this movie. Uh, so I'll go last, but we'll go left to right, even though y'all can't see that here uh, as you listen. But
1: Bryce, if you'd start us off. So I, I like this movie a lot. Obviously, my wife chose it, and she's a really big fan. So I've seen it a number of times. Um, I don't think it's quite as good as the first Mighty Ducks, which Cole mentioned we're not talking about tonight. But it's still pretty good. It's still a really fun movie to watch. So I gave it a 70 out of 100. Just a little bit below. Three out of four. I was kind of yeah. thinking that metric. Um, <clears throat> it's really fun. It's really good. It doesn't quite equal the original Mighty Ducks movie um, <laughs> Here's a review I found that uh, I thought was very appropriate It's just from a random user on IMDb, but it says a childhood classic for those who enjoyed being a kid.
2: Oh Thank God I'm a fucking adult now uh,
0: And thank you for Mario for using our one F word of the whole episode tonight we can't ever, we can't uh, If you again. hear it again at any point uh, that person will be off the show no more fucks. Yeah uh Allie, what'd you think?
3: I obviously I picked this. This movie has a lot of sentimental value to me. Um, much like Bryce said, I watched this movie a lot with my brother growing up, and I don't really know why we never had the original Mighty Ducks, but we only <laughs> owned D two. And so probably my love for the second of this trilogy is really serious. Started- There's three? There's, There's three. three. Is the, the third, one's third one's really got got bad. The third one is not great. Um, <laughs> nice. But yeah, I, I really do love the second one, mostly for nostalgic reasons, but also because I've seen it probably a hundred times. And I, I know this is high and I know it's not accurate. And I had to bring myself down from a hundred because oh I boy. feel like for oh me, it's just like, it's just, like, Better. my favorite kid movie. It's my favorite movie from my childhood. Fair enough. And I feel like, to me, it was, like, an 89% for me. Like oh, beautiful almost, score. Almost an A. I'm realistic in knowing that there are some plot holes, but, but I love it. And I think, for me, it just makes me feel happy. It makes me feel excited. And I am, like, the target audience for all movies. <laughs> so I just love a good, like... You know, probably wouldn't right? like the joke winner.
0: Yeah, I think you gave yourself away a little bit on being the target audience because you alluded to that your scoring system begins at 100, then you worked out. <laughs> which
2: is exciting. Yeah. I think most yeah. people My would start at I'm zero and yeah.
0: yeah. up.
3: But you know, I think people make movies for people like me.
0: Hey, Amen, I and think so more I'm people glad. like you need to exist. Except for the yeah.
2: one we met in the beginning, Human Centipede probably wouldn't be yeah, not, at 100. not for Ali. Yeah. Or um,
0: Quattropede.
2: Yeah. Mario, what do you think? So I respect Ali's... Um, Critique. I think she has a similar view of this movie as I did on our last episode, Jersey Boys, where I said I had a little bit more of a nostalgic um, critique of it because of the Italian aspect and how it affected me. And um, so I liked that movie better than what it actually was. Yeah. So I had never seen D2. I might have seen the first Mighty Ducks growing up as a kid. Um, I grew up in a hockey town in Buffalo, New York, and I actually went to school in Minnesota, at University of Minnesota. So What I loved the most about the movie was all the places in the beginning, I've been to all those places. And they were rollerblading and every, that was like my running route. Especially the one hill when he comes down over the cement truck, I ran the hill all the time. And the bridge where he's going to kiss the girl, it was like so cool. So, love the beginning of the
3: movie. Her name is Connie. Connie, yes. There you go. (laughs) Let's
2: Allie will be our what resident fact checker yeah. tonight. On <laughs> a f- movie she knows also, better just than the Bible. I'm sure
3: the women of this movie get,
2: get their <laughs> Exactly. They, you know? Probably my biggest gripe is it's too long. What? <laughs> Way too long. My God. An hour and six minutes is too long? It was an hour and 49 minutes. No, no. it's an hour and six minutes. No, it's not. Yes, oh, it's was it 106 minutes. Oh, 106 minutes. Sorry,
1: yeah. sorry. We're both um, dumb.
2: So, <laughs> again, I watched it the first time as an adult. So I didn't have the, the nostalgia. I didn't have the appeal. And I was going into it as. This is a kid's movie. This is a good kid's movie to compare to the kid's movies that I've seen. I think there were too many, like, kitschy tropes from other movies that I've seen overdone a billion times. It, and this is, again, so snobby, so predictable. <laughs> like, you know. Oh, you were
1: surprised that they had a happy
2: ending for the <laughs> and children's I have movie. A billion nitpicks, which I want to talk about okay. eventually. Um, so I'm going to put it at, I thought it was just below average for oh me. A 49%. What? Let me give it a 49%. I would be hard-pressed if I'm not close to the actual score.
0: Interesting. Um, I'll go last, being that I am last. Uh, <laughs> You're not last say,
2: in life. Well, thank you. You're second to
0: last. Uh, I'm going to give it a 73. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to tell the number right out of the get-go. Uh, it's above average. It's not perfect. One thing I was super just uh, – I texted Bryce <laughs> as I was watching it. That's that This cheating. movie is delightful. Um, one of the aspects that I was delighted in is that for 1994, this movie still looks awesome. Like the the actual like sharpness of camera shot and like the quality of tech of technology that went into making this has completely held up. Like it doesn't look like a movie from 1994. Like when we looked at Halloween Town, well, it was a decom. It was a decom It was made for television, so there's different aspect ratios that exist for television and big theater. But you can also just tell That's camera quality was much different there and I was just really excited about how well it had held up um
2: I will say it, it felt like the thing I liked the most about it, it felt like it oh like a class the classic Disney movies
0: right yeah
2: I love that like that was the best part my like,
0: only my only like gripe as an adult is I think as a kid everything that happens on the ice you assume it's just normal hockey <laughs> no and you're like okay with it yeah, like yeah, you yeah. Just, Oh, you kind of like cheer alongside it I have less ability as an adult to watch those things and go, wait, what if this is against the rules and what if this is just like <laughs> okay. antics? Uh, and so obviously, our resident hockey player so will tell us about that as that, we get into that later. So that's
2: why I'm a snob and this movie's not made for me as an adult, a first time viewer. Because some of those things I. But I it was never made. Past it. it It was, was never, never made, made for, for an adult.
3: adult. Well, and I'm, I, that's what makes me sad for you, is because <laughs> the, yeah, it was never intended for us to watch yeah. it as thirty year olds. It's very much meant for the ten year old in you who like loves the inner like win of the Cinderella story. My ten year olds
2: gonna be watching hockey though, so they're gonna be like,
3: Dad, that's a face check, like that's a high sticking. What?
2: Yeah. Other three guys in the terms. penalty boards. Icing. Three guys in the three penalty minutes. box. And no power plays? Come on.
1: No power plays. It's a two. Not in the Goodwill games.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> God. Oh my goodness,
0: indeed. Um, so now that we've shared our ratings, let's go to the Metacritic. Uh, and once again, hats off uh, for Allie because... This is our second movie without a Metacritic entry. Yes, dude. Um, <laughs> read the so, read the
2: Rotten Tomato score for the for the listeners. We don't
3: need to read. We that should read score. it. No. We should read
2: it because I saw it after I picked myself. You cheated. So
0: on IMDb. <laughs> no,
2: no, no, I'm not close to it.
0: On IMDb, uh, the score is 6.1 out of 10,
1: uh, which feels solid.
3: Yeah, so that's pretty. Accurate. Um, that's probably the so best. That,
1: that's me again, though,
2: right? No, we're not going to choose one because there's no Metacritic. Well, yeah, On it's On Halloween
3: to... Town, you guys went with the IMDb. Oh, we did.
2: Yeah. There you yeah. go. So
3: As I... an avid listener of this podcast, Bryce, <laughs> I knew that because. So my... I'm closest. <laughs> I listened 49 to Forty nine is closer to six point one
1: than seventy. I
0: don't. Oh. I
2: don't convert it to hundred. I don't convert times it. Multiply <laughs> by.
0: Yeah, Bryce, you're off by like sixty four. Yeah. If you're at seventy and this is a six point one, yeah. don't support Mario. <laughs> you're right. I'll actually. Can we actually rewind that real quick? Just kidding. Um, but yeah, so now hearing the INDB score, uh, are we sure of our own reviews?
2: Yeah, because the Rotten Tomato score is a 20. So um, that means viewers were like me and adults and then watched it and they took away all the joy from the movie. So well, I'm definitely well, way off. How many I kids given it tw-
3: get to yeah, vote? exactly. I so could have given it
2: pointless. 20 points higher. Probably. I
0: do wonder, like, truly regionally, where this movie would stand, like, if this movie is airing to an entirely minnesotan crowd hmm. would they love okay, it okay i can speak to them. or is it like they if love, i'm from no. where i don't know about hockey here in florida yeah. and i love it because i don't know what's not right
2: they, okay so Allie will be happy to hear they don't like they watch it as kids and it's like the move they love the ducks Lonnie yeah Ducks apparel you go around and you'll watch everywhere a lot of times too they reference like real minnesota things like he's wearing a north stars hat throughout the yeah like the old hockey team from minnesota right. so my fraternity brothers had a bunch of Ducks stuff, and they loved it. And I never knew that like, the original Ducks logo, I didn't know that was Mighty Ducks. Yeah. So, they love it. They yeah. do, yeah.
1: Well, especially, like, Coles mentioned, I didn't grow up playing hockey because we are from Florida. So, like, my hockey knowledge is extremely limited. Good. So, I, don't, I do feel like I wasn't exactly the target audience for this movie, but I still love it, obviously. Allie, are you sure, given the new evidence?
3: <laughs> I mean, I'm obviously... I'm still not sure because I think it's higher. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> she's gonna revise back up to 100. Yeah,
3: I'm gonna round back up. No, <laughs> I, I, I still think I still like my score. I think for what this movie is supposed to be. Like, if you had kids that were young and, like, you wanted them to watch a good movie that was going to, like, teach them something, this is the <laughs> movie that you are going to show yeah, them. teach
2: them the hockey moves. And- yeah, exactly. No. I
3: just mean, like... Roping.
2: Once the again, message. not
3: made for... Ki- kids aren't going to look at it if they're young and be like, oh, you know, the, the hockey plays aren't exactly yeah. right. They're right. going to look at it and be like, oh, this is such a well-rounded movie. There's so many different characters. Like, this is really fun. So... Um, I, I still stand with my score. Heck yeah. I I came down quite a bit from where I started, so.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Fall, fall far from it. I will say this. I think one of the things it does extremely well as a kid's movie is it's a kid's movie that adults can go to and be engaged and enjoy it. Unlike Halloween Town. Help me God. (laughs) Um, because the movie is through the perspective of Emilio Estevez. And that that was the coolest Emilio
0: Estevez. I don't get the And he tips his hat. Like this,
2: I don't get the reference. It's a reference. Oh my gosh,
1: the night of the Roxbury.
2: Oh, okay, <laughs> and it's a I said, deep a cut. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's uh, you know, you feel for the guy almost made to the pros.
1: Yeah, that was, I mean, it's really sad the opening with him getting dropped off at home, yeah, and yeah. no one picks him up from the bus stop, yeah, except horrible. for
2: Jan,
3: yeah, it's well, tough. Um, This is a deep dive, and I'm here for all the deep dives tonight. Dive deep. Take us there. So, at the end of the original Mighty Ducks, it gets, it ends with him getting on a Greyhound bus. because mm. wow. he's
1: going to try out for a Mighty And then
3: A-T. this movie is him. How old off is he? Of you the think?
1: Thirty? Or Coach Emilio? Mamba.
2: Same
3: guy. Like how coach old is Bombay. he supposed to be? Yeah, Coach Probably
1: Bombay. like early 30s. Yeah. If, I, I think like what, when they describe it at the beginning, it's supposed to be like a... Remember the movie The Rookie with Dennis Quaid? Like, yeah, yeah. That's supposed to be a situation. This guy that like washed out um, and then was going to make it back okay. to the league and that was a big deal. Okay. Yeah, because I think the premise of the Mighty Ducks is he has a DUI in this forced... As yeah, he's community forced service. to
0: coach.
3: Wait, what? Yeah, he's to seems to
1: irresponsible well, as the
0: judge. That's
3: dark. They put a DUI in Well, he can't deal. drive
1: though. He has to yeah. have a driver. Yeah, well,
3: and yeah. Mario, I don't know if... He- You've seen The Mighty Ducks. He's an attorney. A long attorney. time ago. So okay, he's an no, attorney in The Mighty Ducks. He works at a very prominent firm. We got one. Yeah, I really think now that we're having this conversation, it's a tragedy that we didn't all watch all three together.
1: We should have done a trilogy. We, we should
3: have done go. a trilogy. Done mission this should have been our first father. trilogy. And for all the listeners, I vow to make sure that the trilogy happens. <laughs>
0: it, it will happen. <laughs> we will have sex in your car. It will happen. <laughs> Dirty Mike and the Boys. Dirty Mike and the Boys are not in this movie, Sorry. Um, is that a deer's vagina? Okay. <laughs> no, we're all right. Okay. Maybe. Um, <laughs> but knowing, the knowing,
2: episode.
0: knowing IMDb's score and now that we've kind of stood our ground, if we're going to make some changes to this movie, how do we do it as efficiently as possible? What is it about this movie that buys those points that you feel like it's missing for you?
1: Uh, we'll start with Bryce. Um, so here's the thing. We talked a little bit about how the hockey is not accurate. No. And, and as a person who isn't a big hockey fan, I don't notice that. But as a sports fan, I noticed that Coach Bombay is not a good hockey coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's very obvious. <laughs> what does
2: he do? What does he
1: do? Here's the biggest problem. And then I'll go on a soapbox. And I know Ali agrees with me, because we've talked, had this conversation before. He, OK. Julie the Cat Gaffney is the greatest peewee goal yeah. of She's all than- time.
3: Yeah, save a little bit. She's better than fucking Goldberg. I have some things to say about this. And
1: he, okay, she shows up to the tryouts. She doesn't let any go there at all (laughs) in the whole tryout. And then Bombay's response is, well, we do need a backup. What are you talking about? (laughs) She's impossibly good. But they
2: never even put her in when they're up 11-1 against Italy. Right. Well, they
1: do one time and then she gets kicked out. Yeah, because she she's frustrated also yeah, she I would guess. get kicked out for that somebody literally hits another person like with a baseball bat and doesn't get thrown out of the game yeah. and she gets thrown out of the game she for shoving was
3: standing up for all women who've ever been harassed <laughs> and she gets kicked out of the game i have so many things to How about say banks about... getting the stick to the wrist not even a penalty
1: that's what i'm talking oh, about that's yeah baseball. that guy you know it is a penalty but it's not an ejection
2: Did, i don't think they called it
1: yeah they do, they, oh, they he, do? he goes yeah. two minutes well worth it
2: yeah
1: and so whatever yeah, then, uh, by the way, uh, they had
2: majors still in 94. That's a five-minute major. Yeah. But no, they uh, get No, too he's
1: ejected. Yeah. He, he swung his hockey stick like a baseball bat. Yeah. He's throwing
0: it out. That's
2: a salt and batter. Well, um, literally,
1: just before that, the figure skating, uh,
0: former figure skater guy. Woo. Woo. Which he, he should gets, be on the
2: team. This is Team USA. He's from China, they say. He's, no, not, from, San he's not from San Francisco. Oh, oh I yeah. missed that. Okay, yeah. never mind. Taking it back.
1: <laughs> but other people that oh, should yes. be on the team, speaking of Coach Bombay being a bad coach, why is Averman on the team? Literally, I watched Which the... Which one's Averman? The Averman's Duncan, the redhead kid with the glasses. Redhead oh, he's glasses.
4: He's Literally, every scene of
1: Averman is him complaining about how good Iceland is. At one point, or he does like three face-offs in a row where Averman's doing the face-off, and he loses the face-off and gets shoved into the ice yeah. by the other yep. player. Yeah. And I'm like, why is he on the team? Why is he on the ice? But yeah. why is he on the team? This is ridiculous. Yes. Bombay, I think they should have just let Charlie coach.
2: They should've got, what's his name, uh, Kirk Douglas? No, uh, Russell?
1: Kurt Russell.
0: Kurt yeah. Russell. He's Marital. great, yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. Best speech I've ever heard in sports
1: yeah. movies. <laughs> so what's your fix? Your fix is No Bombay? I, I just need a better coach. He okay. needs a coach, he yeah. needs a learner. You need an actual coach. I need, well, yeah. I mean, I need him to be an actual coach. Right.
3: Yeah, I think my fix is, and we Bryce touched on this, it's my biggest critique of the movie is the underrepresentation of Julie the Cat Gaffney because she is, I think, one of the most underrated players, and that's a big plot hole for me in watching it. Is it just doesn't make sense? It doesn't make sense that she doesn't get to play. Like she schools Goldberg. When you, wa- when you Goldberg's go back, not good. When you go back and watch him, like he literally just flops on the ice. Well, it's like, almost all the time. as if
2: they forgot that story. Right. Yeah. That was going to be a major part of the movie. I expected it to be. She's going to replace Goldberg, and then they just forgot it happened.
0: Well, she comes into his office and says, "I need Wait. to play. I need to make a name for myself." And he's like, "You will." Next movie. I'm going to give you one save at a very pivotal time. Yes, but I uh-huh. feel like I would love to have seen her playing earlier. Yeah,
3: so that's my that's my big fix. Is I feel like. I, when I watch movies I don't watch them thinking about the camera angles or the directing that's just not how I watch movies I think about like the characters and what they're doing and I think my big fix is a Julie either being the sole goalkeeper or being the starting goalkeeper or getting more time because when you think about it if they're a peewee hockey team Julie the cat goes in and advocates for herself like a boss which she would be like what 13. And a 13-year-old goes in there and is like, has all these great talking points. Is like demanding her spot, and then, to Bryce's point, Coach Bombay, worst coach ever, hmm. does nothing with that. So yeah, he sucks. Julie needs more time.
0: Julie needs more time. Uh, Mario, what's your official fix? Why
3: don't
2: you go first? Because I got a, quite a I got a list.
0: Okay, I'll let you go through your list <laughs> after I go. Um, I think mine does kind of fall into the hockey esque aspects of the movie. Hockey. Hockey. Yeah, Chicago hockey. No, that was Boston. Uh, Blackhawks?
2: (laughs) No, Bruins.
0: (laughs) Ah, Bruins. Um, (laughs) Chicago Bruins. An
2: amalgamation of all the accents. (laughs)
0: It's every accent. It's America's team. Um, So I feel like I need the hockey terminology, things like that, to stand up to the one-minute Google
1: search litmus test.
0: So if I type into Google the thing that I just saw on the screen and the first entry is how it is isn't a real thing.
1: Oh, you mean the triple deke, which is like just talked about like it's a real
2: yeah. hockey move? Triple deke. Triple deke is
1: literally
0: What's just. Deke? three times? Well, yeah. So we'll deke play. is like a real hockey move yeah. for like maneuvering the puck. Triple deke just means you're maneuvering. It's, I saw it on Google. It was, it's the equivalent to dribbling the basketball three yes. times. So they, they advertise this as being this incredible, you know, like homebrewed move. The flying V is illegal. Yes. Yep. So it's illegal to check a player without the puck, and they just use the flying V to check the
2: opponent team. Yes. And you can't check a player who's facing the boards face first into the boards. Right.
3: Wait, but it is just excellent television. I mean, just, do you not just throw up your arms in a V every time you see it? Maybe as a
2: kid, right? And that speaks to your point why it's better than how I said it was. And I wish I had seen it through your eyes. But as an adult watching that, I'm like, no, this is, where's the ref?
3: And this I'm with hockey. you. I said to Bryce, because he made your point, you know, about an hour ago when we were rewatching this. And I said, I'm, I refuse to admit it.
0: So I say those, but I really have my biggest gripe with the movie is the kind of plot storyline progression aspect of it. Yeah. Agreed. Um, so Mighty Ducks, you get this kind of <clears throat> ragtag group of kids that are learning to play hockey for some of them. And they're having to kind of rally against a team that kind of has everything handed out to them, and they got to beat the better team. They,
2: in the first one, some of them learned to play hockey? They're, they're not like They're,
0: they're not just like the worst peewee team. Oh, okay. They're like the worst yeah, peewee team. To, it's like, like Bad News this Bears This is about level. to
2: bleed into what needs to be fixed. Okay.
0: No. So right. they're, they're what used to be the worst peewee team. But now, in this story, they get to represent all of the United States in a tournament against the world, which seems like if you're really drafting for a team, there's probably better players than the worst peewee team yeah. that won one tournament
2: <laughs> in minnesota
0: but they won the state tournament though i mean huge yeah. deal
2: huge deal but what i struggle really with is. as yeah. far
0: as like truly a storytelling standpoint is in the last movie you get to see them come from nothing and achieve right yeah but the way this movie opens up it's kind of like they just get the band back together and they're already good yeah and there's very little they have to actually like overcome to be good again till
2: middle of the movie when they're training and he's making them do the when they're making them uh, run the drills like they, that was when they late. when they
0: really find themselves,
1: yeah, like three fourths of the movie, that's you mean when you're kinda of, when they're trying to come together or after they lose the Iceland. The
2: after they lose to the, uh, Iceland and he kinda But then he's drilling them too hard. Yeah. Right but I, So I'm, I yeah, I'm came. saying past that
0: point when he actually they kind of find themselves again as the ducks, and they're training as the ducks. That's a little bit of them kind of quote unquote rallying above whatever they gotta to get to to get to.
1: But it's just kind of weird for them to start out already good. Well, it kind of I mean, it's obviously a different story from the first one, but it's kind of like Reflective of what's happened on and off with USA Basketball in real life of they're good enough to just crush other teams Without practicing just coming out and throwing the ball around But then when they play real teams, they sometimes struggle because they're not coordinated And that's kind of what team USA hockey is in this where they're good enough to crush Trinidad and Tobago a team that a country that probably doesn't have a national hockey team uniforms by the way. (laughs) Yeah and Pink,
2: blue, and yellow.
1: They're good enough to crush Italy, obviously, because Italy's a horrible country. Hey, easy, country. watch it with that right. shit. <laughs> but when they got to go um, against loop. the big countries, yeah. they get smashed. Which my last part is reinings.
0: again with that ca- category of just countries. Iceland is a weird rival. Um, it Iceland is a weird rival, definitely. but they
2: would be good.
3: Why, no, why not, pick... not?
0: No, there's no Icelandic team that's ever done anything in hockey. I, oh, <laughs> they have
2: Olympic team. Maybe they but have good Why, that, why not NHL, choose Russia right?
1: or Germany it's or overdone, Canada? Maybe? Yeah, I think I think not they Germany. thought that Russia had been overdone. Yeah, okay, it seems like Canada He's, would be the best. Canada would be a good one, but then yeah. you can't make Canada the bad guys.
2: Mm. Yeah, it's true. They're too nice.
1: What about you, Mario? What's your efficient fix?
2: Yeah. All right. So mine, I said I had a list. So mine, you meant you touched on the plot, right? It kind of was all. It, for I said it was too long. I thought you could have cut twenty minutes easy and make it a tight one twenty nine. And you got a better story. For me, I don't think you need the Emilio Estevez storyline. He goes out with the trainer, Icelandic trainer, and they just never pick that up again. And then there was kind of a love interest with the coach or the tutor, and they never developed that. So what do you want to do with that? That
3: That kind of bothered me. And I agree that you can cut things, for sure. Okay. I think you can cut the whole party at his house with like, all of the like little, Celebs. yeah, cameos of like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and yeah. Christian Gucci and Greg Louganis. Like you don't need that. You but don't need.
1: If the story is ultimately about Coach Bombay being like symbolic of Team USA's hubris in the Goodwill Games, that yeah. scene does kind of show it. That he's he's not worried about coaching right. hockey. He's trying to sell some right. weird shoes that he's which, come up with.
2: Which the movie started out being from his point of view, and then it got away from it. Yeah, and it focused more on the kids. So. My biggest gripe with the t- was with the movie, and, and Cole, you touched on it. And Bryce, you said in the first one they won the state tournament. So in yeah. Minnesota, at least at the high school level, the high school state tournament is one of the biggest events in sports in Minnesota. So they sell out the XL Center, which is the hockey arena in St. Mm-hmm. Paul, and it's, it's gigantic, okay? I had friends in high school, girls, our girls team was amazing, who tried out and made the USA team. You had girls from... All the schools in Minnesota, because they the best players. Wisconsin, Michigan, Illinois, pretty much the Midwest. But everywhere in the United States, they came and tried out for Team USA. I could not get on board right away with, okay, you want to use Emilio Estevez as the coach, it's a movie, I get it. But then he just they just assume that the Ducks are going to be Team USA, and they just bring in five kids.
1: Yeah, five ringers. One kid
2: who can't skate, he can't stop, he's not making the team. Yeah. The, the, Chinese, the kid from China, the Chinese kid. He's from he's,
1: San Francisco.
2: Okay, but he's not making the team. He's never played hockey. You, hockey is one of the most skilled sports to play. You don't just put a stick in a figure skater's hands and he's making the team. The only players who were good, Roberson, great stick skills. Yeah. And the Gaffney girl, she, uh, insane goalie. But yeah. she didn't even play. And horrible representation because the other girl on the team. Connie. Connie, who's a beautiful chef now. No. No. Oh. Julie's Julie is the chef, chef now. Oh, Okay, no. Connie's the one I was talking about. Oh. Gorgeous now. As a kid, I won't get there. <laughs> She's hardly in the movie. She has like three lines. This is also the only co-ed team. Again, there's no co-ed leagues. If they're playing like a state tournament, a world tournament, there's a girls league and a guys league. At least have co-eds throughout the, the At least tournament. have the other teams also yeah, be Yeah, like, at. wow, what a big represent. Her, her name's David,
0: Margaret Moreau. Margaret
2: Moreau, yes. yes. And she's in-
0: Connie Moreau. No, 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 her, her actress, actress oh, name. Oh, gotcha. real person. Real Sorry, person. Sorry, I only the duck. Marguerite. How do you pronounce that? Marguerite Moreau, uh, and she's more famously known for Wet Hot American Summer.
2: Uh, okay. She plays the role um, of Katie. Very raunchy.
3: We watched that, and just side note, guys. We were watching that movie, and because I love Mighty Ducks so much, I was like, that's Connie Moreau. And Bryce was like, no, it's not. I'm like, yes, it is. That's Connie Merrill, And that's how much I love this Dude, movie.
2: She's gorgeous now. Yeah. Gorgeous.
3: I don't disagree with you at all that like that little bringing in those six kids, like it doesn't make sense. Like, but they, I think they had to like figure out a way to like bring in some New diversity. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> And that's yeah. how they do South it South Miami sure. kid, hockey. Yeah. Okay. He's not going to be on the team USA team yeah. if he can't stop.
2: Um, so I mean that's that's a nitpick and a half coming from a snobby ass adult. <laughs> Kids are not caring. They're not going to care about that. Um, the team would be bigger, I you know. But uh, again, I, I hate saying this, but it was you knew I knew right away. I'm like the movie's not really about the ducks, and it's called Mighty Ducks. At some point, they're going to switch the jerseys. Yeah. Which is my, one of my biggest gripes because that doesn't happen.
1: There's well, no rule against it.
2: Apparently not. But also. How how disgraceful are you against your own country that you take Team USA jerseys off, and become the Ducks, and then everyone starts cheering the fans the Ducks instead of, it. of USA? Oh, also, Kenan Thompson doesn't come close to this. He's not even allowed near the ice. Why not? They have an open spot on the most coveted. You don't know
1: the roster. of international hockey games,
2: team, and they get a kid I met this from kid. off the
3: street, and he, he knuckle pucks. Yeah, that that would That's never happen. It would never happen at like a Goodwill Games or an Olympics because Goodwill you have to be like. In like a drug that pool testing
2: privileged thing. um spot, it's coveted that, and he gets it like that, and and poor Gaffney can't even get in that.
3: But Keenan gets
2: it.
0: All of All of those, the one that I I I so, actually so what do you
2: fix? You fix the plot.
0: <laughs> I got mad at we were just talking about things that are like two on the nose. This is the very ending. They end with like the chant of ducks fly together, and it fades into them in an airplane. And I go, okay, that's <laughs> two on the nose. <laughs> <And> then. then <laughs> The airplane dissolves into a flock of ducks, and I go, "Come on!" I'm a flying V. Flying V. Honestly, I loved it,
3: and I put up the V formation in our living room. So So it seems like we have a bunch. My coffee at the TV.
0: Seems like we have a bunch to fix, or not a lot to fix for some of us. But of those things that we're fixing or not fixing, what was the best scene from this movie?
2: I'll, I'll start. The, I thought the intro scene. Because I went to school in Minneapolis and I know the city. Them getting
1: the, get the band
0: back getting together. Getting the band yeah. back
2: together. I loved seeing the scenery. To me, I'm like, oh my god, I've been there. I love those places. And I love the storyline from uh, Emilio Estevez's point of view. As an adult viewer, I was engaged. Um, so I loved that, getting the band back together.
0: Yeah, I think I, I'll we'll just go right to left this time, even though, again, y'all can't see this. Um, <laughs> But I also love that scene a lot, and I, I've come to realize I have a big part of my heart for like A-team style movies. Like we talked about this um, on SWAT, like these movies where you have lots of characters who are all kind of like niche roles, and they each have kind of their own little quote-unquote superpower within their skill set that uh, I love seeing, again, like the team forming around those individuals.
2: A little racy when, they, when, uh, when uh, Mendoza's there and they play the, like, the Mexican music. Oh, I didn't know no, no, that. Yeah. And then the, oh. the southern kid. I'm like, that's such a kid trope. Like, yeah, yeah, you, ad- you have to have identifiers for every kid. Right.
0: There are some of those things in that, that get the team together scene, though, that I'm like, this is such a Disney movie slash, like, you would, you would actually face jail time for some of these things. <laughs> when they knock the guy into the cement mixer, and then the cement pours on top yep. of him, and yep. they just, like, yep. laugh it nope, off. They steal. The kid's they...
2: getting sued, and he's getting criminally charged.
0: Or they steal the hat from one guy, and the guy's <laughs> like, oh, where's my hat? <laughs> yeah. I thought
2: about that right away. Like, the guy's going to die. He's, gonna, he's swallowing cement. He's cement. He's dead.
0: Uh, but my best, scene, my best scene, and it's, it's one of the scenes I feel like they give a little bit of space to emote in, uh, is between Banks and Bombay. Uh, Banks gets hurt, and he's trying to play through the pain because he sees the scouts in the stands, uh, and he wants to go on to play hockey. He wants
2: to him. make bank, bro. He wants to get um, ass.
0: And so he, you see him like saying, like, I'll catch up with you guys, and he's in the locker room, and you see him kind of look left and right to see if anybody's still there, and he looks at his wrist. It's obviously not at 100%. And Bombay walks in, and he goes, how's it going? He's like, oh, no, it's, it's fine. I promise. I, 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 no, no issue. He's like, I want you to hold the stick then. And he makes him hold it with a hand that's hurting. I need you to rotate it. You can't rotate it. And you get this, this awesome moment where Bombay gets to speak from his experience because the kid's like, I got to play. This is my only chance. He's like, you're young. You're going to get a lot of chances. This could be an injury that you could you know, kind of have forever unless you take care of it right now. Um, and I feel like it's one of those few times where you actually see Bombay coaching well. Yeah. He even apologized he's like man i'm so sorry i should have noticed this way longer before this right
1: um i failed you
0: but well, to
2: clarify he's being a good guy still not coach
1: but i
0: mean <laughs> that's
2: a good coaching decision good
1: coaching is to yeah. not risk your player getting yeah. really hurt
2: but he doesn't know how to draw up hockey schemes in place and stuff.
1: well they run an alley hoop <laughs> oh <my> god <laughs> what
0: about you ali what's your best scene
3: so i'm gonna pull up mario and say a couple things Lay him out. because i couldn't decide actually, i actually only have two um i really really love the scene where they're playing just like street yard hockey um with like the kids from la um it's kind of like the point in the movie when they like remember that like hockey is supposed to be fun and like if you watch it close enough like you see that like each one of them kind of gets like mentored by like one of those guys like kenny woo gets kind of mentored by the older brother who's like showing him how to be tough and not like take any crap from anyone and then like russ is kind of like just like encouraging Charlie and like the kid who says, hit the brakes, baby, to (laughs) Luis is like, you know, like telling him like, dude, you gotta figure out how to stop. Like everyone just kind of gets their individual moment and you just get to see them be like joyful and happy. So I obviously- Also odd, I thought
2: that they were playing hockey in LA, street hockey. Yeah. I'm thinking if this is Minnesota, you play pond hockey, stuff like that. But like, they made it seem like hockey was such a popular sport for kids at the time. And again, I'm like, I don't know if it will. I don't know if they would be playing hockey in Los Angeles, street hockey like that. Because they didn't even have a team.
0: We had like roller hockey here in Jacksonville. Yeah. Yeah. Were the
2: Kings there yet?
1: Oh, maybe they didn't
2: oh, at the time. I don't time.
3: know if
1: they did at the time.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, so I love that. I love at the end when the older brother is like whispering through the gate and he's like, Go to USA. Go to USA. You got it. Or whatever he says. I just like love that moment. I also obviously love the speech um, when like they're all coming together like in the halftime. Is it called yeah. halftime?
2: Well, there's two of them.
3: Between the periods. Okay, so in between the periods, they're talking, and they, it was in our our cold open tonight, but they're all saying where they're from, and you just, like, if you haven't seen the movie, everyone's, like, standing up proud, and they're, like, just all, like, proclaiming that, like, okay, we're here, we're in this together. I just think it's such a cool moment. Like, if you're a kid and you're watching this movie, you, like, you have, it's, like, welling up inside of you, and you, like, feel it. You feel the happy ending coming, you feel the happiness. And like the win is insight. So like
2: we're all we're all from different places. Well, eighty percent of you from me. <laughs> I do all the places. I made it even better. It was cool. But yeah. I just
3: think it's cool that people like take pride in where they're from, yeah. and like there's all, this all moment of like I, this is bigger than just me. And I think that's, like, an important lesson to yeah. learn as a kid, so.
2: So they took off the USA jerseys, and they were just yeah. Ducks. And the I ducks. love that
3: part. I, like, freaking right. lose my mind every time. Because
0: Ducks fly so. together. I'll wait for one those- of them to stand up and say, Ladarius Darius with Nevada State University.
1: Thank you, Key Peel.
2: They had perfect jerseys made with the names.
3: Even Taylor, Tyler, had one. Yeah. Key Thompson.
1: Yeah, Jan is the best equipment guy you've ever seen. Jan is
3: the glue of this movie. He makes everything happen. Mm -hmm. He gets Emilio Estevez back on track. He gets the Ducks jerseys. He teaches Luis how to stop. Hendricks is
2: probably bringing a lawsuit against Estevez after this game. No,
1: he's at the campfire afterwards. He's not bringing a lawsuit. He's happy about it. it. He's there. (laughs) Um, Bryce, what's your best scene? My best scene is also what Ali said um, with the street hockey. Uh, neglected to mention woop There It Is is oh, playing in the gosh. background, oh, the which soundtrack. really gets you, like you know you're supposed to be fired up when woop There It Is is playing in the background. dairy
0: Darrier. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: It's just like, it's a kid's movie. It's a great, like, like Ali said, like, hey, hockey is supposed to be fun moments. They're all having fun, like high-fiving, and they've been miserable because Coach Bombay's been like grilling them at practice, so it's really fun.
0: Yeah.
2: Weird name for him. Coach Bombay? Yeah, I would expect the Bombay. Like a Gordon King Bombay
0: guy. is like, to me, I thought it was like one of the coolest names I've ever heard before. It's almost as good as Johnny Rico. It's strong. They're yeah. both strong. Strong name. Uh, okay, now on the opposite end of that spectrum, what are the worst scenes from this movie? Things that maybe you thought broke the movie that you wish you could yeah. have changed or kept out, perhaps, or done differently?
2: I'm going last because Ali's going to m- freaking murder me for mine. Yikes. Bryce, why don't you just, uh, we'll just go uh, yeah. a little.
1: I think the worst scene is when the Ducks go to Rodeo. It's funny when they go because it says it's called rodeo and they're like no it's called rodeo. That's funny cute little joke. They're trying to get into the different stores knowing them man. That's kind of funny. But then it gets weird because they get into a store and are shopping for women's clothing. Yeah. And they like keep making the women model for the clothing and Goldberg's in charge of it who I've already established is like my least favorite duck anyway. Yeah, and
2: the name doesn't fit him.
1: <laughs> it's a it's a weird scene. It probably could have ended with them like like at one point, they fake order, like they're ordering from a giant through, and somebody yells at them, yeah. Get out of here, you kids! And could That could have been the end of them on, on radio. The sick cool, part
2: of that scene. Oh, sorry. When they ask her to. Oh, my, they're saying in the shop for mom. My yeah. mom actually needs a bikini.
1: That's weird. Like, yeah, well, that's when I, she throws them out. Too, I would say that triggered. as an
2: 11, 12 year old.
1: Apparently, Goldberg would. Oh, that's why she should have been cut. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: Been Goldberg
1: should have gotten me too so 20 years ago. I know ago. we're
3: going <laughs> to talk about tidbits. <laughs> I know we're going to talk about tidbits later, but what Bryce said actually was a part of the movie that got cut and I think it would be much better that way. There was a part where someone, I can't remember who it was right now, like makes a cameo and he's like a mad like valet person who's like trying to park cars and they're in his way and he, get, he goes on this rant and like while they're walking down Rodeo and I think like just having them like try and get in all the stores and having that interaction makes a lot more sense than it getting like really weird because who's going to let four 13 year old boys like in a who, like what, women's clothing what store, name did they and drop? then I serve them the, orange. Do you guys know the name? I, I did not, not recognize yeah. it. And yeah,
1: who's that? He's a sc- uh, movie writer. Okay.
3: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Um, my worst scene. We have talked about this, um, but when the new players are getting introduced to the ducks and they're kind of showing everyone, there's just so many holes in that scene. The fact that Luis can't stop. The biggest one for me is obviously Julie is slaying. I mean, she has freaking ice in her veins. No, nope. Actually, Adam Banks does score on her at one point during... Cause he's one of the best. Yeah, he's probably the best duck. Um, but while they're playing, like, basically no one scores on her. She's, like, moving left and right. She's saving all these. And Goldberg is in the splits. Like, he is literally doing a split, like, laying yeah, on the his, ice. Hurts his
2: balls. Some joke about, like, a 13-year-old wearing his nuts. It's like, what? That's not...
3: So to me, that's the worst scene because it clearly sets up what could have been and then nothing happens. Like, you never get to see her ever moment until the very end. And like, on behalf of all the women, I'm like outraged.
0: I'm with you. I think... It was
3: 1994 as well. I
0: wonder if their issue is like, they're still trying to pay so much tribute to the fan love for Goldberg. Obviously. That they should have just, I mean... Sorry to Goldberg,
1: but give him a, a hard injury to get out of the
0: out of the game. So just
2: for context, <laughs> not like we like moving the and- defense, dude.
1: So since you guys haven't seen Mighty Ducks in a while, in the first Mighty Ducks movie, he is scared of the puck. They yeah. have to literally tie him oh. to the goal.
3: So now they have to, to convince him him they
2: have to show people that he's gotten over
3: his own. I, I think they're trying to show his triumph, but yeah. also there's so many other prominent like players that don't get a lot of playing time that like he still could have had a role and still been funny and not been
2: now in the third one. Playing. Are they all in the third
3: one? Yeah, uh, they're like in high school and they're going They're high school hockey Like they're playing play. on either like J V or Varsity. Is it
2: co-ed still?
3: Yeah, I think yes. so. That's it's not accurate.
2: <laughs> Women's, girls hockey in Minnesota is, like, unbelievable. And when you get girl, good girl players, they're like, like, I have a friend who went on to go to the national te- or the Olympic team, junior Olympic team, and they're outstanding. They're, like, in the field, they're, they're so much better than everyone around. So, to, I don't know, I think it's funny that they wouldn't, like, well, obviously they can't because it's a movie. Right. But. At least make the other teams co ed. Like, yeah, at least make the other r- teams r- co ed. Yeah. Like if
1: you're gonna, obviously, we know that for the most part, Pee Wee sports and high school sports are not co ed. Yeah. But if you're gonna make that, at least Do also it, yeah. make the other teams be co ed. Or at least even the, uh,
0: the same age. I feel like the Icelandic, yeah, Icelandic team, it has five years on every years. player. Yeah.
3: yeah, No, they have graduated college, graduate degrees. They are like working <laughs> professionals. They are so big.
0: And part of that is obviously like the kid aspect of like making them more ominous and menacing and all that kind yeah. of stuff. But it's, it's funny to see like a bearded player line up against. Yeah, yeah. there was no It was the red haired guy with glasses. Like Aberman. Averman. Yeah, There's Averman. no bearded kid. Well,
1: Averman is the worst player, so he
2: deserves it. He sucks.
0: Five. My worst scene um, is I mentioned this at the beginning some of the times where the the hockey antics get outside of control yes. like, where this is so far past what hockey could probably ever be that even me with no hockey knowledge can go, okay, like that one. Yeah. Like, I can literally watch this with my wife who knows even less about hockey than I do, which is to say that I know nothing. <laughs> and she was also like, wait, is this a hockey thing or are they just doing stuff? So a couple of them, for example, uh, the Bass Bros, Fulton and Portman, at one point, they uh, get on the ice against Iceland. They rough up a couple players. But then they just go down the, the box of the players waiting to yeah. b- basically be in or not be in. But they're sitting on the sideline. And they just punch their helmets. They're out. They are not. <laughs> and little, they go back not, and forth three or four times. They're
2: not even out of the game. They're out of the tournament. They're not allowed to play again.
0: Literally, they go back and forth
1: a couple times. I honestly love that
0: I scene. <laughs> that's <was> my <laughs> favorite. I, oh. I wanted
2: Iceland to win after that. No, you they're didn't. they fucking punk oh kids. Goodness. Are you kidding me? They punched him in the head and they did it again. The guy they, for
1: Iceland hits cake eater with the
2: yeah he, uh, got a, he got a penalty for
1: that he didn't get ejected from the game
2: he, did, he didn't have to get ejected from the game he's just getting a penalty hockey he can he, no, you can get away with a lot the stick breaks in half not is. taking
1: a baseball swing at another <laughs> well, that, player oh that was that yes that was what it was? he yeah. goes okay. like this <laughs> but still
2: I thought that was that took me right out of it like you, you're punching the guys in the head come on
1: they're just give a little head tap that's love-top. when they had
2: three in the box and there's no power plays. No you power just put plays. Your team down three men.
1: Hey, they no were power, power tools. Hey, I was as pumped as the Bash Bros were when Henry Wu gets a penalty.
2: Ken,
3: yeah. Kenny. St- oh, sorry, Kenny. Oh Wu. my gosh. Yeah. What's he call him? <laughs> Henry Wu. Gloves. His name is Kenny.
2: Sure. And he's an American.
1: Um, You're the one that keeps saying. But another he's one American. that I have
0: in that same category, just times it gets way outlandish, uh, and I'll have to ask Allie to help me with the name. Who's my cattle roping player? Roberson. Dwayne. Yeah. So. Dwayne well, just comes out of the box on his own and lasso's a guy that's about to check our girl, Connie.
2: Can't even hear it. It makes my skin crawl. And
0: this. then he just ropes her. He says, you know, we treat ladies well where I'm from. Da da, da da Like, you can't just like bring yourself on the ice, add an extra player, and there was no yeah. penalty associated. And
2: why is she – she can't handle herself? There was. He goes hockey. in the
1: penalty box as well. Because they make the joke with the PA announcer – He's like, I don't know what the penalty is, but I don't think you could do that. And they say, We're getting word that the penalty is for roping. <laughs> she can't
2: she can't get out of that situation.
1: And so she's
3: playing hockey with the big boy. She'll she would have she would have gotten out of it.
1: Yeah, Connie's tough. Yeah, she didn't she need absolutely,
3: that. Connie is tough. In, she's in a baby Connie's now. words, she says, I'm not a girl, I'm a duck. Yeah. That's right. So
0: um, I and then that's my last one on this category of just things where it gets, I just don't know if it's okay. The times where they come out with new jerseys and the announcers say there's nothing technically in the rule book that you can't change oh jerseys, God. which I feel like is, that's nuts. a
1: classic kids movie trope though. Yep. Because yeah. Because I, I was joking. It's most famously used in Airbud when they put a dog on the basketball team. They're like, well, there's nothing that says a dog can't play. It's like, well, I feel like we would, Way to break the fourth they ball. didn't think they needed that rule. <laughs> Sorry, Cole. No, no, you're good. Um,
0: and then with the final knuckle puck shot from the goalie, who's not actually the goalie, oh gosh, I, I don't it. think you can just put whoever in the goal so, and give him the gear and the number and the jersey and be, like, cheating. You no, know, you,
2: you can switch a goalie, but as soon as Goldberg's out, he can't come back in. He's out. He's done. Right. Oh, and also, actually, like, you can't
1: sub goalies back in. You can't, can't switch them out. Like, no. not, like – So
2: once Tyler comes players? in, they have to put Gaffney in.
1: Well, but to be fair, it is the last thing, so they should have just – that would have made more sense. I would have liked that better because that's the literal well, last second he of the game. Goldberg
3: doesn't go back in, technically. <laughs>
1: well, he goes in to save the penalties.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if, if okay. then
1: it would have just been on Julie to save yeah. the penalties. And then she would have obviously saved all of them. So it would have been as connected because they would have just won 5-0 to zero on the yeah. penalty shootout.
2: anti <laughs> last PK shot. That was shit. The whole stadium stops you don't see the puck go through the net obviously she catches it but you needed to drop it on the ice and yes. crazy. <laughs> well she's
1: she's ice cold she
2: needs her moment because she I didn't say it wasn't a good save. she taught
1: she she yeah she catches it she glove saves it which is dope already she just drops it on the ice and then she skates by the guy that shot it and nice. just goes nice try. nice try which is so such uh, a cold it was thing a to say bad
2: anticlimactic on the shot because he stops
1: right
0: yeah about
2: six feet out and slap shots it if it's the last shot you're dangling in front of the goalie a right. thousand times and doing like a behind the back. Yeah, button. he did the triple deke. He <laughs> stops. the triple deke does nothing. He mm, just nice moves three deke. times in front of the goalie, stops and then shoots a top right. Come on. Okay, uh, my worst scene is the final game.
1: The whole game? The that's, game. A, that's not one scene.
2: Just it's, remember what's right. <laughs> that's like right 30 in. The, comeback. the comeback, when they get out of the tunnel in the Ducks jerseys. Gosh. I said, okay, they're not Team USA, stupid. And they're just the little things like the rope. so the whole third period. It's so unrealistic. It's such a kids movie, and it's fine as a kid. I probably would have lost my shit.
3: Mario, in the future, I am going to personally show this movie to your kids and make them love it. My I'm gonna Make are, them yeah, freaking beg you to watch this movie. Okay, my kids
2: would probably love it. But as a twenty-seven-year-old who hadn't seen it for who just saw it and knows and knows hockey. The, goal berth, or the goalie thing, the knuckle puck bothered me. Like, that was a big thing. Like, do you think you would get the shot off? And he goes, I don't know, coach. They're gunning for me. Where have they been gunning for this? Well, game? every
1: time he gets every, the they puck, they, they check okay. him into the... Well, every backwards. time it was one time. Well, yeah. No, they had done it early in the first period as well. Literally, I counted. He is three for four knuckle
0: pucks going in.
1: No, in the first period, he gets the puck and doesn't get to shoot because... Right, they that's the only him. one he misses. And then in the third period, they put him in yeah. and they check him into the... Okay. And to the that. thing, just kind of say like they are denying yeah. Tyler the puck. So
2: again, this is coming at it as an adult with just a different point of view of watching the movie as I would watch any other movie. It, I, 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 I'm like, okay, they're gonna, it's gonna be a shootout. I knew that, I knew that's gonna, I knew before I watched the movie, I'm like it's gonna end in a shootout. Of course. But just the way they came back and won, it killed it for me. I was like, it was too ridiculous. They had to get these like over the top goals. Um, and comparing it to like Miracle. Well, is a Miracle's a real story. <laughs> a real Miracle story. really yeah. happened. But like, I don't know. I just I've seen other kids' sports movies where they use like they just come about it. But
1: every kids' sports movie, they have some trick play or whatever. True. That like works. They just have to have a lot because they're down so many goals. Yes, but right. it's even funny because they're down four to one going into the final period. Um, Connie scores real quick to open up the third period to make it four to two, Connie. which is nice. And I
2: think it was five one. They're down five it's, two. No, they're, no, they're, they're down four to one. Four to score one. one. Connie
1: scores yeah. quick, four to two, and then back to my theory of Averman and Goldberg shouldn't be on the team. Averman yeah. gives away the puck in front of goal, yep. and Goldberg just falls down, he and they flux. score to they're, make it five two. They're
2: both done at them. It's like they're take both them done. out. They're what are we done. doing?
1: Yeah. Why are they still playing?
2: That's why it bothers me so much. And then they, then they, just mentioned.
1: because if it was four to one. And then Connie puts in that quick goal and it's four to two. We can get two kind of like cheeky goals to tie it I up to four four and make the penalty shot. She's dangerous leading sports. <laughs> but then they have the Averman giveaway Goldberg flop. And at that point, like if it's a real hockey game, you're like, oh man, that's over. Like it's this over. is it. Once they go up five two, it's it's over. Yeah. And so they have to make it extra ridiculous. I'm thinking like
2: pull the goal, put the bring the goalie up, pull yeah. the goalie, bring a sixth guy on the ice. Well, because yeah. you
1: get you get a Fulton slap shot, which is like of course, Fulton's got a nasty yeah, slash. Yeah. Off the dome. Yeah, off the dome. No, that's his penalty, that's his... I think.
2: Oh, one of his the worst... penalty is off the dome. And that's one of the worst scenes, too.
1: Fulton is- Hits him
2: in the head, aims for the head, It goes in the net. What are you yeah, teaching dude. kids?
1: Fulton is legit. You mean
2: foggy?
3: Foggy Nelson?
1: Foggy Nelson, yeah. Foggy indeed.
3: Yeah, I I understand why you feel the way you feel, but I'm really just sad for you. <laughs> 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 Don't be. You missed out on this in your childhood, because I think it could be a different conversation. I think I loved and it's it. My I think I liked the first. Movie. If I
2: watched the first and remembered it, I think I liked it. I remember wanting the Ducks jersey more than any other thing.
0: Yeah. Well, Speaking of wanting the Ducks, what were our favorite Ducks from this movie? Top Allie, three players. Allie, I'll let you go first because one of the things I've been the most impressed with so far in this podcast is your ability to use every person's first name without hesitation. <laughs> I've been really
2: impressed with how, well you are, how good you are at kissing ass. Me? Yeah. Well,
0: here's the thing. I like to suck up to Allie. He's a great person.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, Always be nice to friends with So I, just, just kidding. when Bryce was asking me for input on like what categories we should add, I, we originally said top three ducks. And then I said, I wanted to give away like awards, <laughs> you know, like Support when you're. Yeah. This is, like, Allie's the, the sports, popcorn or coach at yeah, the Sports,
2: sports yeah. Banquet. To top three
3: stars. Yeah. yeah, at the sports banquet, I am giving away my awards. And first one, coach's award. Um, I'm going to give it to Charlie. I think he's a better coach than Emilio Estevez is. Charlie of Iceland? No, no, the
1: no Charlie is the kid that gives up the spot at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Charlie Conway. So I love Joshua Jackson. I love Charlie. I think he's not the most talented player. But he is that player that like gives it his all. He never quits. He's at every practice. He shows up early. Shows up late.
0: How do you feel about when he gives up his spot?
3: I think, <laughs> you know, I was like per- crying. You know I am a better so, coach than a player. You're 12. I, <laughs> I'm i giving my coaches a word to Charlie. Uh, my MVP, I'm giving to, it's really a toss up because I want to give it to Julie the Cat Gaffney. But I understand that in the movie, you don't get to see her play a lot, which is the greatest tragedy. Um, So it's Julie the Cat slash Adam Banks. I think he is probably the most well-rounded player on the Ducks. And then my third award is going to um, the most underrated Duck. And it's also going to be a tie between Connie Moreau and Jesse Hall. I think Jesse is like, he never gets his glory, really. Like, he never gets to be like... I don't know. He's just kind of always in the background, but he's like definitely no, like no one of time the best. In the second half of the movie. He well, he gets to take the first penalty yeah. and he oh, true, owns true. it. So, I I think those two are like the most underrated ducks. So I know I named five people, but
0: <laughs> those
3: would pretty much be my starting five. <laughs>
0: That's beautiful. I mean, yeah. you named five people again, which is <laughs> the bigger feat here. Uh, Bryce, what are your three ducks?
1: So my top three. I think quack, quack, it's quick. I think it's like an easy question, honestly, because. Clearly, Adam Banks is the best player. Yeah. You've heard me call him Cake Eater a couple times. That's because Jesse calls him Cake Eater in the first movie because oh, he's man. on the rich snobby team and he gets forced to play for the Ducks. But Adam Banks is obviously the best player. Second best player, Ali mentioned, most underrated. You know he's most underrated because we haven't mentioned him until this category. But Jesse Hall, he's given the first penalty, he ices it. He's he's just like so good and like he doesn't have like any dramatic plot lines, but he's just always out there just putting pucks in the back of the net. And then my third best player is Julie the Cat Gaffney, criminally underutilized by Coach Bombay. But, I mean, again, she, she lets in one goal over the course of the whole movie. I think she's the best peewee goalie of all time.
2: Mine is Averson. Um, he's Averman? List. Averman. Get out of here. Uh, I don't think we give enough. I don't think Cat Gaffney's shown enough to be uh, in the top list.
3: For you me. think Averman is in your top no, three? No, that was a oh, joke. Was like...
2: So here's my three uh, from third to first. Okay. First, third, number three is he's a gigantic defenseman who can also shoot. It's Fulton. Yeah, Fulton. He's smarter than the 19-year-old kid. Who <laughs> yeah. That too. Yeah, that kid's dumb. Um, he shouldn't be on the team. Yeah, Fulton's great. He's a punk, yeah. Fulton's good. He's smart. He doesn't always try to fight. Grows up to right? become a lawyer. He grows up to be a lawyer <laughs> and with Daredevil. Number two is Connie.
3: Your favorite movie. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, that was a TV show reference. Connie Margot, is that her name? Moreau. Moreau. She's got great sk- stick skills. And she sh- can score. Yeah. And she's fast.
1: Also, just back to my Coach Bombay, a bad coach. Connie's not allowed to take a, one of the penalties, which seems criminal because she's
2: doesn't easily any, one of doesn't the best players at all. Doesn't make any sense at all. Okay? Yeah. Zero. Bombay is done. He's out. Trash. Number one is Banks. Banks. Obviously, he's the best player in the Heart team. and soul. Heart and soul. Uh, honorable mention, though, Roberson. Yeah. Because his stick skills are.
1: He's a little bit selfish with Insane.
2: The he's a little bit selfish, but. He, he's selfish with possessing it. He
1: well, doesn't he, shoot off. He, he doesn't pass it off to Fulton, yeah. though, and Fulton. The only reason he got yeah.
3: bumped off my list is because the fucking lasso thing. You're off the team. <laughs> You're never playing hockey again. Get out of here. Can I just share a quote with... I will give this as a criticism of the movie. Oh, my God. When It's in my worst scene, but when the worst character, John Tibbles, <laughs> says that he's the best puck hand, handler and Emilio Estevez is like, oh, you mean for his age? And he's like... In oh. The world, yeah. I couldn't stand <laughs> <up>. <laughs> I You threw mean up. he's better than I'm all gonna, I'm shut of these players? I want to shut up the movie. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure, even as a kid, I was like, Come on, by the way. But why I just are they to shitting that. on Estevez for
2: the guy who has, has to make money? He could be the face. It is
0: very much a brink storyline where it's
1: it is only bad if you get endorsements and sell it. Yeah, out. but it's not that it's not bad that he got endorsements, it's bad that when he should be worrying about winning, in playing hockey, he's going and schmoozing with celebrities.
2: I used to get a loafer for kids.
1: <laughs> a kid's loafer. Kid, you you think a lot he's like a encouraging career.
2: kids to not play sports.
1: <laughs> or Kareem goes, you think there's a lot of kids that want to coach? Yeah. It? Yeah, of course. It's like a loafer.
0: <laughs> um, okay. For me, I my favorite Ducks, uh, I'm going to branch out and say, I'm going to include Ducks as any person who's in this movie. Okay. Hmm, I like it. Um, first of all, got to give it to Wolf, the Icelandic coach. Uh, you know, he's awesome. I think
2: you're being sarcastic because that guy's a dick.
0: I just feel like he's smart enough to use Bombay's weakness in his knee against him. And so when they have the face off, <laughs> oh my god, and he goes for his and injury, and he just sticks okay. him in the knee. Now we know it's
2: fake here. No,
0: I'm just kidding. But on a more somewhat real note to his coaching, you see a moment where Bombay calls for the flying V, and then Wolf immediately says something to his players. Which, if we're just talking about actual coaching, he taught his players how to defend against the flying V, which was. <coughs> beforehand a undefendable maneuver. It's kind
1: of implied that he cheated though. It seems like he Belichicked them by using his female assistant to get in with Bombay.
0: Oh, definitely. But when they call for the Flying V, he just has his big guys run into the first people and pick it up. Which is
1: how you would defend the Flying V. It's not legal, but. (laughs) So just joking.
2: Also, when he hits him in the knee, uh, that's, I'm pressing charge, that's battery.
1: Oh,
0: I was joking, obviously. I'm just saying. He's a douche. Yeah,
2: that's outside um, of hockey right there. You if I'm
0: stuff. giving my coaching award like Ali did, I am yes. going to give it to Michelle, though. Uh, when oh, she comes yes. in as their savior coach. The that's time... how
1: you know Coach Bombay is not a good Who's coach. Who's Michelle? The tutor. Michelle
2: McKay, the, the tutor. Oh, she came did in there. she, she comes I forgot the <laughs> name. On. Like Cole said, you uh, know all the names.
1: She coaches them through two periods of a game she doesn't know anything about hockey. She yeah. says she doesn't, and they win the game. It's like, I don't think Coach Bombay is necessary. He comes in and
0: like literally like last minute do the little it's like Spolstra, duck tweet though. Do
2: they need him on there when LeBron and Dwayne Wade Grisbosh
0: are there? But she's so excited. She's like, no, She doesn't he's-. know how
1: to call for a line yeah, change. Goes,
0: y'all, y'all, we need to trade places. Say switch it up. Switch it up. Switch it up. No, no, say it with some passion. Switch it up!
1: She's so pumped that it yeah. works up. <laughs>
2: Why isn't there a love story with her and Bombay?
1: This you said the movie's already too long.
2: Uh, you take out the stupid scenes they that I said. They give a moment there though when take he take up shows the...
0: up, he kisses her on the They're cheek. Inappropriate. Kind of that was inappropriate. Extremely inappropriate. Yeah. There's no
2: backstory, of it, and he just, he just comes up and kisses
1: That's her. Right, it feels weird.
2: You cut out the whole final game and you throw in a love story with Estevez. And I Lord don't want Jupiter. to see okay. that. We're not cutting You'd out You add the in a laugh track. Now we got a movie. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Look at this rest of my duck there was
2: no, there was no <laughs> show tunes. there was no italians who are your other yes, sir, words Stolberg.
0: um there's so, a whole italian hockey team in truth one that i really like that hasn't been mentioned yet is i think that um keenan is great yeah young keenan russ Kenan. tyler russ tyler can't um, stand him so he is not only the one that's like you know heckling them all the while to then kind of help them get back to their roots with a street game but I literally, like I said earlier, I counted his knuckle puck success rate, which he described as, it's hard to be accurate, but it throws goalies crazy. It drives them nuts or whatever. And he goes three for four on knuckle puck attempts.
1: It's not hard for him to be accurate. Yeah. It's hard for other people to be accurate. Let me okay,
2: tell you this. Right? Street hockey, one of the most fun sports you can play as a kid. If a kid's doing a knuckle puck in street hockey, he's not playing. You know how many people he hurt? He's a lot? Done. He's done. The kid's getting his ass kicked.
0: <laughs> um, and then my last one is, a, is, a, is just a tandem of the bash bros. I love um, the bash bros. It's the, it's the namesake for Bryce and I that we call each other. <laughs> they are the
2: epitome of goons. Hockey goons, that's what a goon is.
1: But you said like Fulton has a little bit more. But what's yeah. the other one's name? Fulton Dean name. Portman. Dean Portman. Dean Portman is just a goon. Yeah, he's just a
2: goon. <laughs> they literally put him out there just to start
0: fights. Yeah. But, I, but there's a part of me that sees the merit in like when they go on the ice and just start knocking people over, there's like... Why don't you just put them in the whole time? They're the biggest guys; they can just defend well. Expect, well.
1: Especially because a lot of the ducks are undersized if, mm-hmm. from a hockey right. strategy point.
2: Yeah, exactly. And So in hockey, there is literally defensemen; they call them goons that they will literally pull out there just to, to hit their best player and take out the guy, or have a or to protect run. your own best player. Exactly. Yeah. So I yeah. get the premise made sense, but when they start knocking on the but helmets, you can't protect
1: your own best player when they're just getting baseballs <laughs> swung. <laughs> also, after, one after, after a scored one goal, one of the
2: best players is a back. Of goal, and on the bench that's
1: true so the, the actual best player <laughs> yeah, literally around. scores a goal and is celebrating and just there, gets freaking. there game. was a
2: girl in high school she was like four foot eleven um i'm not gonna name drop her softest spoken girl in the world do you think she's listening maybe um she was an all-state goalie it was insane i never i would never and they told me i was like no she's not and then i like realized like oh my god this girl's she has the same name it was a, no she didn't <laughs>
0: Well, Mario mentioned the knuckle puck being a pretty uh, lame attempt and a teeth breaker if you're playing pickup. (laughs) But there's other moments in this movie that seem unbelievable, unpredictable, unrealistic, improbable. What was it for y'all that stands out as like the paramount time of like this doesn't exist?
2: That was mine, knuckle puck.
0: I mean, it exists. You're just saying it's not nice.
2: You don't see that in hockey. On the ice, you never see that.
1: Because a lot of these shots they set up for like thirty seconds, yeah, which you don't get thirty seconds, <laughs> even Fulton, who has just a regular slap shot, but they have to like do a long yep. setup, and it's like somebody's just going to come and take the puck.
2: Oh, yeah, no, 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 mine was lack of power plays. I couldn't stand it couldn't stand it. when they, Charlie
1: draws up the play where they literally shoot
0: the puck over up in the air, is that illegal?
2: No. So okay, when you said that, you wouldn't see that in hockey. Usually, if the puck but it's goes, not against the rules. It's not the puck the can rules. go through yeah, there. Yeah, but the thing that is illegal is uh, some one time they like handled the puck above their waist with the, with the you can't have this high sticking. Yeah. And they do it several times throughout the movie. And I'm like, that's the one thing as a kid, like I'm a kid playing hockey, you know that you just know you can't. That's do rule that. one. High sticking can't high stick. But they said let's just throw it in there.
1: But you can catch it and drop it back on.
0: the You ice, can catch right? it. Yeah. drop.
2: You can catch
3: it with your hands.
0: Yeah. Interesting. All right. So, yeah, sorry. Go ahead.
3: Um, I mentioned one of these already, that Dwayne is allegedly the best book handler in, in the, the world. world. Any age. Um, yeah. Even as a kid, I laughed at that one. Um, that Mendoza can't stop, we've mentioned that one. <laughs> And then I just found this like really unrealistic and funny that they have a tutor in the first place because even the Olympics is three weeks long. and <laughs> like you don't need to have a classroom set. Like they have an actual classroom at one point. They're yeah. in is like that, chairs. they have a setup. she is schools. She's doing history yeah, lessons, geography lessons. Like to me, that's one of the most unrealistic things because like the goodwill games are not long enough to warrant needing to bring along yeah. like it's a weekend. educator. Yeah, so that's by the way, I mean. if
2: Mendoza's the best kid in South Miami and he can't stop on skates, how bad is hockey in Miami? <laughs> I
4: mean
1: you Well, can there's imagine. not a lot of ice in Miami. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, for me, it was I, we've talked about how ridiculous the penalties were, but the penalties that and it, it is just a kid's movie, it's like, Oh, they're the bad guys, they get away with stuff. But like, literally, I've complained about it so much. An Iceland defender takes his hockey stick, swings it like a baseball bat, snaps it in two on Banks's arm. I would
0: even argue he swings
2: it like an axe. Yeah. Down. An axe.
1: Gets a two-minute penalty. What it wasn't that
2: after play too?
1: And it was after Banks scored a goal. Yeah. Banks is put he's he's celebrating a goal. He is taunting a little bit. He points his stick at the goalie, but still.
2: still he
1: yeah. <laughs> still can't do that. He can't, yeah. Um And then Connie gets ejected for pushing over another player. I don't think you get... I'm sorry. Julie gets ejected for pushing over another player. I don't think that's an ejection. The ref says intent
3: to harm. Intent to injure. Yeah. After they're freaking harassing her. But
1: the worst one that Iceland keeps getting away with, Iceland does this three or four times throughout the movie, is they use their stick to trip another player. Tripping. Which is obviously against the rules at one point the player trips goldberg it's just the two of them so he trips the goalie where i assume the official is looking (laughs) and then goldberg goes onto the ice and they're able to score while he's down and they like taunt goldberg and it's like no that's for sure against the rules and also not like sometimes like the bad guys get away with it because they're sneaky like the official would for sure see that six foot
2: five five sneaky guys yeah a lot of times too when they i don't know if you notice when they're down the ice There was a couple scenes where they put the face in the ice. They rub the kids' faces in the ice. Yeah, yeah. They're not playing in a tournament. (laughs) (laughs) They're not doing it. But I don't know. I think there was way too many. And that's, as an adult, that's what killed the movie for me. And I hate to say that. But if I I compare it to, uh, like, The Sandlot, that's a baseball movie. They're playing baseball. They're not doing anything, like, ridiculous, overly ridiculous like that.
0: Well, and it's like, except for building... Uh, whatever, whatever. Those little <laughs> metal <laughs> machines <Contraptions>. are <laughs> caterpillars. But the, the, the baseball stuff's not ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. As yeah well. but
2: the baseball player, but Benny the Jet. By the way, you can Benny tell. Yeah,
1: good
0: you thing can, he
2: played baseball.
1: Yeah, you can tell when a movie's made by someone who doesn't really care about the sport, which it seems like D two was. Yeah, the same thing kind of happens in Remember the Titans, which I love. But like,
2: oh really? I don't remember. <clears> that. There's
1: some plays in Remember the Titans where, like, a team's up by a touchdown with like. 15 seconds left, and they're still running plays, it's like, just just kneel the ball out. Like, what are you doing? And well,
0: maybe they, they're like
2: Bill Belichick.
1: <laughs> well, they end up losing because of it.
2: Oh, so. really? <laughs> yeah. Gosh, okay.
0: Yeah, uh, for me, I think my most unrealistic moment is, and I want him to heal, but Bombay's ability to skate after a career-ending oh, injury yep. seems fast because yeah. he basically arrives home. The, same, the, the next morning, he gets met by Tibble to be, hey, we want you to coach the U.S. team. Then it seems like basically that same day he rallies the team. The following week they're on in San Francisco, and he by the end of that week has a one-on-one with the Icelandic coach where he's skating <laughs> and he's skating fine until oh. he takes the hockey stick and hits him in the knee where he was hurt before. But he like talked about it. he's like, oh, what I need for my injury is time and like to be skating that quickly. I was like, oh, by the uh, way, before they, last longer than two weeks. Before
2: he challenges him, the worst. Attempt at like a dig from Estevez's character, like something, something like it'll be short. It was like your NHL career. I'm like, dude, he made it to the NHL. Oh, that's man. a
1: pretty good roast. No, it's not.
2: It, it was. Is, cause he, he didn't even said, make it. Well, the guy said that back to me. He goes, You were disgraced, though. Yeah, but I'm like, what are you, stupid? You know how hard it is to get to the league? He got to the league and played. You couldn't even get – you barely got to the minors.
1: <laughs> I mean, yes, all of that is true, but like
2: if, if you knew
1: someone that was a professional athlete and washed out, and I think they say he washes out in a year, you would make fun of him for that.
2: I No, because I wasn't there. I didn't get there. And if I, I was wasn't. trying my whole life to get there, and I couldn't get there. Well, but he I got was
1: there. there, and I can say <laughs> he's a goon.
2: <laughs> you wrecked my boat, you fucking goon.
0: Uh, okay, so – Moving past, I guess, then, the parts that we couldn't believe. Is this, though, the best peewee movie, sports movie, ever? Do you have other ones that maybe come to mind in this category? Like, this doesn't have to be your answer, but this could be your answer. We'll go left to right, and if you have a different answer, I want to hear you defend it. Bryce, you go first.
1: So, for me, and I think we'll probably all be on the same page, another movie featuring Luis Mendoza as Benny the Jet Rodriguez, The Sandlot. Yep. Is my personal favorite kids sports movie. Um, <clears throat> first of all, Baby the Jet is the greatest bas- baseball player of all time. Yeah. But yep. it's just Best such a good Dodger movie. Ever. It's told from the perspective of a kid that doesn't really fit in. He learns to fit in through baseball. So it's like as heartwarming as D two without like all of the absurdity of D two that we've kind of yeah. talked about. He steals home. Bit. He steals home. But <laughs> people steal home in real life. That's no. Not- he's the first to <laughs> ever do it. Um, but. <clears throat> The Sandlot's my favorite yeah. kids' sports movie.
2: Mine is as well because the chemistry of the kids on the Sandlot is so good. Yeah, and the humor is good. Like yeah. as an adult, I remember I, I think I could watch it and laugh still.
1: Yeah, and it, it makes you like I don't really particularly like baseball. I did play baseball growing up, but watching it now still makes me want to like go out and play baseball.
2: Yeah, I will say yeah. though, watching the Ducks. make me want to go i like i wanted to play hockey i
1: guess it's because i've never played hockey before but i wasn't like i gotta go skate because i can't plus if there's a healthy
0: time hop in sandlot that i will always just buy into because it's like what the 60s yeah something like that. something like that 60s 70s what about you Allie?
3: well there's something you guys should know and it is that inspirational sports movies are probably my best genre i like love sports movies i love cheering for the underdog um for me like I said this is my best like Wee sports movie probably just because of its nostalgia um I do also love the sandlot love the big green love all of them but I think for me like growing up this is something that like I shared with like my older brother and we watched it a lot and something that we kind of bonded over so for me it's still still my favorite probably for selfish reasons
0: yeah I think I look at other movies like *Remember the Giants* and *The Big Green* as being kind of the same. Category. You mean Little giants? Huh? Little, Little giants? giants? Sorry, what did I say? Remember uh, the I'm giants? I mixed, I'm, I'm mixed giants. it up with Remember the, <laughs> *Remember the Titans*. Oh, that should be a, the, the spin-off version they do, <laughs> and the sequel. Remember um, the giants? So *The Sandlot* is probably my safe answer. I have some others that are in this category that I would. Yeah. I, I love one of them. I I'll just rookie of the year. I think it's great. It's um, not a Pee
1: Wee movie. He plays for the Cubs. <laughs> but that, I think he's young. Like, no, no, he is. He is. He's like a, he's like a is little that, kid. But
2: he he's might be the outfield he, kid?
1: Uh, I don't know the actor. But, no, he's not the same
0: actor okay. from Age of the Outfield.
1: And in, in Rookie of the Year, he's a little kid who he plays, plays Pee Wee the and then yeah. he goes to become a Cubs pitcher. But I
0: couldn't, it's I, a I great couldn't, movie. I couldn't remember if he technically is was it? in high school, so he might have been older than Pee Wee. Um, nice. But that one. Um,
2: I have a couple of honorable mentions. Oh, you got more? Yeah. In the next category. He said, I have Did you know Cole is couple? still talking?
1: <laughs> I
3: didn't I thought you were going to the next category. We
2: just you are the worst. Honestly,
3: I can't. I, like, I, I can't with how many times you've cut Cole off
0: today. <laughs> <laughs> it's a So, Rookie of the Year, another one that I see in this category that I think is way funnier but certainly less inspirational is Kicking and Screaming. Uh, mm-hmm. That's kind of like the Will Ferrell show. So, that one I, I don't put. My Dark Horse, though, a, a movie that I would just throw out there as a you don't know it until you see it. And it's, not technically Pee-wee, uh, but it's The Karate Kid. I think mm. that's another yeah. great young sports movie. Yeah.
2: You literally said the exact two that I was going to say. Oh, Karate that's Kid awesome. and Keggy and Screaming? Yeah.
1: Those um, are two good I ones. Could
2: argue, you could argue Hardball.
1: Mm. Yeah, Hardball's well. another another good one Maybe for we'll different reasons Yeah, coming up soon.
0: Well, defending our favorite movies is a worthwhile endeavor, but... We all came here for this section. (laughs) It's the tidbits. Tiddly bits. Uh, And we're excited that the tidbits this time have been brought to us, presented by (laughs) Hendrix Hockey. Yes. Uh, We are the name in hockey because our name is alliterative.
2: How, How horrible would it be to actually have sponsors put their name on the sleeves of the jerseys?
0: I don't know. Is that bad?
2: It looked horrible. Yeah, it, horrible. it doesn't
1: look good.
0: Is it's it kind weird. of NASCAR level where they just... It was, the... it was
1: that. They did look like NASCAR jackets. I think Hendrix
2: is like a, a tire company. I think that actually... Hendrix
1: Automotive or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Like Hendrix it, yeah. Racing. Yeah, no, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, It's Isn't that, is that the racing from uh, the Will Ferrell, John C. Riley one? Oh, maybe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my favorite sport. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. So I throw... <laughs> So, yeah, it's been brought to you by Hendrix Hockey. And, you know, for us today, maybe Wheaties Box. Tomorrow, who knows? Action figures, <laughs> video games,
2: you <laughs> name it. Figures. Uh,
0: but this is a section <laughs> reserved for fun internet research, uh, times where we learn something new. Allie is probably going to be our resident fact checker for this section, where I hope that she actually says, I'm actually a few times. Uh, <laughs> but uh, let's just share. What are some things that we discovered? Uh, I'll give one of mine first, and we'll kind of get into it. Uh, one of the Bash Bros is played by a guy named Aaron Lohr. Uh, that's Dean Portman.
3: I really hope you're going to share what I think you're going to share.
0: Uh, and I was excited to learn. He is the
1: voice of Max from a Goofy
0: movie.
3: Hmm. That's, that's not what I was hoping you were going to share. But that is cool. That's but that's cool. that is a really really cool great oh. movie, by the
1: way. Also, what she was going to share is that Aaron Lohr is married to Adina Menzel, who is the voice of Elsa oh, from Frozen. that's a fun fact. And film. Elphaba from Wicked.
3: Yeah. Oh,
0: that's super cool. I yeah. Know, I love... That makes
1: sense why he's in Rent as well.
0: I think he must. Yes. He must actually say. I think that's yes. where
3: they met. Okay. Um. But I. try to make fun of the, you know, the fancy boys. He, you know, I <laughs> recently learned.
0: You that learned about how to him. dance sarcastically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Allie, what, what was something you discovered, or maybe you learned way I, long ago when you first learned <laughs> this
3: movie? Yeah, I have quite a few. So I'm gonna share like one or two, and then maybe I'll circle back at the end if we'll that's okay. We'll pepper you in several times. Yeah, I have a couple really cool things. Um. So, the Mighty Ducks, like, trilogy, I thought it was really neat to, like, look at, like, how it kind of all got picked up. Um, So, the screenplay was written by a guy named Steve Brill, um, who was a big fan of Bad News Bears, and he was, like, a really um, good ice skater. And so, he wrote the screenplay. It, like, originally was, like, not written by Disney, and Disney's CEO at the time, Michael Eisner, picked it up because his kids were super into peewee hockey so he was like really invested in the story so i thought that was really cool and that's how like the first one got started um mighty ducks and then obviously moved into where we are now d2 um and then the second thing that i thought actually brought some of the realism to luis mendoza's character was um over half of the actors lied about being able to skate in their auditions and Mm -hmm. so they actually had to have like a two-month like Training boot camp to teach everyone how to skate for the filming. So it's actually it's actually pretty likely hard. that he didn't know how I to can't skate. Do it still. So I I just found that super interesting.
1: Um so famously the Mighty Ducks franchise became a real sports franchise. Disney created the Anaheim Mighty Ducks, mm-hmm. at, like as of Disney? because of this Wait, movie, Disney
2: started the Anaheim Ducks. The Anaheim Ducks they were, were started Mighty by Walt Disney they were owned
1: by Disney until like two thousand five.
4: Wow. <clears throat>
1: um, and so, <clears throat> the filming of the final game USA San- I say, yeah. is at the Arrowhead Pond, which is now called the Honda Center, um, the actual arena where the Anaheim Ducks play. It was the first event. That ever occurred in the ah, Honda Center. era Honda at the time, um, <laughs> it, like it wasn't even technically open yet, and so they just had extras coming in and out of the thing before anything else. The first thing they did was the Iceland USA Mighty Ducks two game. Now
2: the Mighty Ducks jerseys that they wear at the end. Those are the same ones they wear in the first one. Those are no.
1: very similar to, but not exactly the same logo, but oh, not yeah. the exact same jersey of the.
0: I do prefer legs. these versions. I like yeah. the white, purple, yeah. and teal.
2: And
3: and once
1: what
0: Disney, were they in the first one?
3: They're like the Cully green ones. They're like yeah. green, and then they have the little duck. It's actually it's actually like a duck, I think. It's not. Is the that the mask. one that Charlie's wearing in the beginning? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's okay, the, yeah, that's yeah. The, yeah, that's yeah. And
3: he's Minnesota like, you want to play some
4: hockey? Yeah. 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 And then that one's cool. Though.
1: Once Disney sold the team to some other millionaires. They changed it to just be the Anaheim Ducks. Yeah. And so they don't have the same like Disney logo anymore.
2: They wear those throwbacks though. Yeah, they do That's still wear awesome. the throwbacks. Yeah, it's still one of the coolest jerseys.
1: Um, my other tidbits are, well, we mentioned Fulton is Foggy from Daredevil, the TV show, which is fun for all of us as big fans of that show.
2: Wait, talk about that a little bit.
1: What else? The TV
2: okay. show. Wasn't it, it was like superhero ducks they played hockey or something like that?
1: No, I was saying. Oh, the
2: Daredevil it. TV show. Derek oh, okay. Fulton
1: is funny because they made
2: a TV show. They did show. make a Mighty Ducks yeah, they, TV
1: show, an animated one, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I barely remember anything.
0: About I, it. Sure, I like, do remember
2: superhero that. Ducks, who played hockey.
1: <laughs> I remember. Yeah, what, yeah, like a the duckbill would like shoot out discs or something. Did it? I think. so. I think I saw the animated show before I saw the first Mighty Ducks movie. Me too. And being like disappointed that the movie yep. didn't feature like animated ducks I... skating around. Oh. Um, my last tidbit, and this is a long walk, but. Iceland's coach, as Mario mentioned, it's weird to choose Iceland as the villain because... Cole mentioned it. Or Cole mentioned, sorry, because Iceland doesn't have like a nasty reputation and not a very big hockey reputation, um, but they pick Iceland. The coach's nickname is The Dentist. So a few decades after this movie comes out, I believe it's 2012, it might be 2016, the Euros, the European soccer Team tournament, Iceland qualifies. It was a big deal. They never really... Competed. They make it really deep in the tournament. The men's team? The men's soccer team. Yeah, it makes it deep into oh, the European soccer? tournament. Okay. Um, and then it turns out that Iceland's soccer coach, because Iceland is a, such a small country, is the head co- coach of the national soccer team and also a dentist on the side. Oh my God. Which is an incredible, impossible <laughs> coincidence. But it was amazing. I remember being so excited to find that out at the time. Man, that is the tid these bits are
0: made.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's Sorry. The that's
1: the most tiddly bit of all tiddly bits.
2: So here's mine. I, it was the first one I saw and I stopped at one because I thought it was the greatest tidbit ever. And i even saves a movie for me, if this is true. Okay. This makes all the movies so much better. Charlie Conway. Originally, the role went to a young, best actor in Hollywood, most handsome actor in Hollywood, Jake John Hall.
3: What? I did see that. Jake
2: Gyllenhaal. His parents wouldn't let him do the movie. <laughs>
1: That's crazy. Yep.
2: And so they cast Fear Josh of injury Jr. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. But.
1: Fear of injury. I'm
2: like, Oh my gosh, what could have been? Who would he would have been?
0: Oh man. Uh, another one. He could, in...
2: have oh, he could have had Nightcrawler. Hall. He could have Brokeback Ducks Because he was in Brokeback Mountain.
1: Yeah. No. I got it. We was... all got it. Yeah. Okay. I
2: thought that was clever.
1: <laughs> yeah. We know. <laughs> Oh, ice cold from
0: Bryce. That's icing. <laughs>
1: nice try.
2: You <Yeah. laughs> I ice <in> the face.
1: <laughs>
0: um, the actor who actually played Charlie, though, Joshua Jackson, yep. you would recognize him as Pacey from Dawson's Creek. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: he looks like Michael Shannon. I thought it was a young Michael Shannon. I was like,
3: no way Michael Shannon's that
0: young. <laughs> now I not. would like to pepper in some more tidbits.
3: Yeah, I I have a couple. Um, I already mentioned the like kind of bringing the two movies together of Mighty Ducks and D2 about the Greyhound bus, how he like gets on the Greyhound bus at the end and then he's getting off at the beginning of this one. But actually, like Iceland's um, hockey team is kind of made to be looked like the grown-up version of the Hawks who they play. They're the same colors. like Their uniforms are almost identical to the Hawks that they play in the first movie, which is kind of cool if you've seen both of them and you're like kind of following the trilogy. Um, and then the last one is that Han... Um, who's in the first movie? Um, his younger brother, Jan, is in the second movie. Um, but he, that character, is actually based on true story. So the guy who wrote the screenplay, Steve Brill, he, um like I said, was like an avid ice skater, and Han was like the guy who worked in the ice skating rink shop at his rink. So like similar role, kind of like created that storyline, and Disney kept the name the same and everything. so and his name was actually Hans. Didn't change the name.
0: Uh, Speaking of the writer, this is my favorite tidbit that I have to share tonight, or today, or whenever you're listening, uh, about Stephen Brill. Uh, So, one of my favorite things to do with this podcast, as we watch movies, is to look at these directing, writing, and other roles that maybe I don't give as much love to as like the lead actors and whatnot, and see their filmography and what they've been a part of. Uh, So, Stephen Brill, super awesome filmography for me. Uh, First credit in most recent times is he directed Adam Sandler's most recent stand-up, 100% 100% Fresh uh, that's on Netflix that's really well regarded and super good uh, way more hype than that is he also directed Heavyweights great movies uh, probably the greatest kids movie of all time potentially for me <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: um, but then a handful of other things he directed Little Nicky Mr. Deeds uh, he loves d- Adam Sandler I mean, there's lots of other movies he's been a part of but those are some of the other movies I've seen uh, and so that was just really cool for me to go through and look at the things that he's done Allie, are we allowed to leave this section, or is there still more yet to share?
3: No, I, I think that was it. The last one I was going to share was that Aaron Lohr was married to uh, my alphabet favorite, Adina itself, but I already went there, so. <laughs>
0: That's all right. Ducks fly together.
3: Ducks fly together. Uh,
0: speaking of the ducks flying together, will they fly together in the bargain bin? Do, Does D2, the Mighty Ducks, belong in the junk drawer?
2: 100%.
0: Mario starting? Tell me why.
2: It's just uh, like a... Like a fun movie you can put on at any time. Kids would sit down and be super engaged. But as an adult, if I'm watching this movie, I feel like you can put it on whenever you want to. You don't necessarily have to like s- sit and watch it for the seven hours that it is. You can watch it in pieces if you want. Um, and I think you get it in a trilogy pack. I think you find the first Mighty Ducks alone, but I think you also find this in the trilogy pack for like $5.99 now because it's been, what, 25 years.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, I definitely think this is a junk drawer movie. Like This would be in the $5 bin at Walmart or Target. I'm sure it has been, like you said, a, a D1-D2 combo. I feel like this is one of those that D3 kind of gets left off because D3 is... Is it bad, bad? It's,
3: really it's bad. not good. It,
1: it's the Godfather 3 of the my oh, next trilogy.
2: Yeah. Is
3: Estevez in it?
2: Yeah. Okay, okay. So yeah.
3: Yeah, I, I was having some trouble with this because I definitely don't feel like it's junk. But I don't necessarily think that that's what this category means. No, yeah, um, not at all. I often get really excited when I find a movie in the $5 bin at Walmart that has, like, tremendous nostalgic value for me. Um, we were recently at Walmart looking through movies. And so I feel like if I found this, I'd be equal as excited. I think it's, like, on the top of the junk drawer. <laughs> so it's, like, readily accessible. But, yeah, something that I think is there.
0: And I'm going to go with no. Wow. I think I think I hear y'all's reasoning and I get it. But when I went to watch this movie, I don't have HBO and it wasn't on Netflix. And so I had to purchase rent it. Uh, and even when you went to Amazon, it said, go get it on HBO. And I go, that's weird. Uh, and so I went and had to rent it from YouTube, which I didn't Amazon
2: know. wouldn't let you do? Amazon's entry
0: said uh, HBO streaming services. And I go, that's not really... So you have
2: to subscribe to HBO to watch this movie.
0: Exactly. So about thirty dollars, which I hope I'm going to get cooped for. Thirty dollars? No. Oh, I, oh. <laughs> I rented it. Like, oh YouTube for two ninety nine. Which again, we live in a day and age where you can rent movies on YouTube, which is cool.
3: Ellie, you don't own this movie. I have the VHS. That's pretty original. Sweet, oh, so you're not even a pretender? <laughs> yeah, you, you, you are, own it from yeah. the get go. Um, I I need a DVD of it though, because the VHS is still at my parents' house in memoriam.
0: Did you grow up in a house where the VHSs were always rewound back to start when you finished them, or did you just I put did. them back in the case?
4: I
3: forget. You had um, do that. we. My dad is a very like by the books person, so if he was a part of it, they were rewound for sure. I also am from a family that like we did not get DVDs until it was like. Way past the time. everyone right. else had Same. DVDs and we were still when watching. When Blu-ray started, then yeah. we started getting we DVDs. We finally started getting a DVD player. <laughs> I remember babysitting in high school and thinking, "Oh my gosh, these people don't even own VHS! Like, how ridiculous are they?" And like, I obviously was the ridiculous person.
2: We had a box TV before the big big screens, not even flat screen. Before the big screens, it was like on a wooden rotator. And it kept going out. We'd have to go behind it and smack the back of the TV. <laughs> we kept it like three years past. Did really you say, "Hey,
0: Stugatze"? <laughs> hey, Mama Luke.
2: Exactly.
0: Yeah. And if you want to know about my wealth, Plus I grew up wall. in a house that had a a, a a VHS rewinder.
1: Oh, we had one of those too. That's mo- a thing. Mom told me that you couldn't rewind it in the actual VHS player because it messed it up. I don't know if that's true, but my mom told me that.
2: They had a re- they had rewinders. It
1: was a separate device. It was just plugged it in. It rewinded. It, it rewinded it real fast.
2: Whoa.
0: And when the end of the podcast goes on for way too long, ducks dogs fly, fly together. together. Now, before we go, we wanted to say an extra special thank you to our guest host today, Allie Howell. We love our listeners, but we love it even more when they get a chance to come on and host alongside us. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Junk Drawer Podcast. If there's a movie that you want to hear us talk about, then please reach out to us at askthejunkdrawer at gmail.com. See you next time.